0: Welcome everyone to your 7 I'm Terry Wildeman, your show host today, and I would love for you to just get really comfortable in your seat. Take a deep breath because this show is going to rock. We are going to be taking it to some new heights with a spectacular guest that I have that I will tell you about in just a few moments. But what I'd like to share with you first is who am I? I am Terry Wildeman. And Terry Wildman, who is a speaker and author, yada, yada, trainer, uh, best-selling author, you should have a boardroom, but guess what? That's not what you're here for. You are here to listen to guests who help you understand how to work with intuition, how to work with angels, how to work with your dreams, how to work with opportunity in your business and your life. And that's what manifests here on this show, is ideas, insights, and food for thought. I've had a few people already say to me, I've never thought about things that way. And that's what this show is all about. To help you come out of the angel closet, the spiritual closet, the fear closet, the opportunity closet, let's get you rocking and rolling and stepping forward where you are meant to be. And today's guest is truly going to help you get there. Help me welcome Lee Woodford. Oh my gosh, this woman is a rock star. And she is the founder and CEO of SmartFem and the Chief Executive Officer of SmartFem.com and Smart Smartfemme TV. It was created as a result of her many years as a publicist, a columnist, as well as a radio and TV personality she has extensive experience as a business consultant and an entrepreneur but decided the only way she could make a difference for women and this is what I really love about Lee is that she's all about women and helping women really be the best that they can be. She created her home magazine that bridges the online community with the local community. How brilliant is that? Her passion is connecting people, and she is a connector. I've been in her energy. She's absolutely amazing. And Leah's often coined, she's often been coined the phrase, the connector, due to her extensive network that she has both online and in person. She's passionate about working with young professionals, and SmartFem has helped launch, this is so cool, the careers of several young journalism interns from ASU's Walter Duncan School. She's, a for, she's been a columnist for years, but only recently wrote her first book, Lead, Share, Empower, My Strategies for Success in Life and business, and the book has been well received and was featured as a bestseller. TV on C Suite Network, Leah Smart TV were picked up nationally by the C Suite Network out of New York City. She was also, on all major airports and luxury hotels, and she currently has Smart Femme Network channel on Roku and is in Amazon Prime, both in the U.S. and welcome to the show this is so brilliant Um,
1: well thank you and I would love to take credit for it but I just have an amazing team Terry I just um, I couldn't do it without my team they are just
0: brilliant so being that the title of the show is you are the master of your own universe it's about being wise, stepping into the wisdom, to understand that as the CEO, there are certain things that you need to do, but there is also certain things that you need to let go of to create a fantastic team. life. Is that true?
1: You know, it's, it's really true. And I think a lot of entrepreneurs struggle with it. And when I started the company, you know, cause I had went from being a solopreneur and a business consultant, you know, as well as a media personality and, you know, started the magazine, but you know, it was my baby. You don't want to let go of it and you don't. And of course, smart femme is a platform for women and our male ambassadors. So you have to let it go. Um, and it was my team that really helped me embrace bringing in new contributors and new voices, and that's really what got us to the next level, because you are so limited when they when you're working solo.
0: And where does the word trust fit in there? <laughs>
1: You know, trust is a really big deal for me, um, especially right now, because I think fe- I feel that, um, you know, the not just here in the U.S., but the world right now is in a state of flux. And, you know, I was raised um, by Southerners and trust and integrity. You know, basically your word was your bond. Um and because we're living in kind of the Kim Kardashian selfie, look at me, look at me, look at me, um, there isn't a lot of faith in that anymore. And so what I've decided to do with SmartFem and my company and our SmartFem network and our conferences, I thought it was really important to create our own community where we could bring back integrity and trust and authenticity, because I think it's missing so much that people are just craving
0: it. Yes, they, they really, really are. So can you share with me, how does intuition integrate in all that you've, you're talking about? And for our podcast listeners, I'm holding up rocks that have these words on them. So far I've held up welcome, trust, dream, and now intuition.
1: You know, for me personally, I can tell you that I'm a good manifester and sometimes, you know, I make mistakes too. I go against my tuition. You know, somebody tells me, something tells me I shouldn't be working with a person and, but they're maybe they're farther along than I have, or they have connections. And that's when I find myself in trouble. I think, you know, we all have that little, um, that little God hole space. And we have an intuition and we have it but we don't often listen to it or we tune it out right. and we put our own wants above what really you know we're blessed with mm-hmm. and that's when we get in trouble and that's certainly true for me and especially I think for solopreneurs and people that are just starting out they're so they're so anxious to get business that sometimes you know, they don't listen to that inner voice that says, hey, you need to, you know, go a different path and you shouldn't work with this person.
0: What you just said is so important because I have found in doing this show and in doing uh, my my other show, my Black Talk radio show, Coffee with Terry, that a lot of the people who have come on the show have, have had similar experiences. There's this person that comes into your world and oh my gosh, they're a guru, they know more than you, and there's something inside of you that that it's saying no, no, no. And you don't have the courage to say, but wait a minute, look at what this person has accomplished. Look at what they've done, Uh, blah, blah, blah. And you have this inner dialogue with yourself. You're fighting against yourself and you go against your intuition and you kick yourself afterwards, sometimes going into deep debt often going into deep <laughs> sign on for yeah. programs or you sign on for things that really um it, it, it's a, it's a FOMO it, it's from fear of missing out it's FOMO and you're it, not listening you're choosing not to listen
1: and I'm guilty of it too I am absolutely guilty of it too but I'm more cognizant and I've partnered with people with, within the Smart Femme Summit and with what we're creating for the TV show and the magazine, um, the people that live in integrity every day. Um, because of, there's so much garbage out there, um, Terry. And a lot of inauthenticity. And I think we can do better.
0: And the garbage that you're talking about often lacks this very powerful word, which is honesty. And yeah. I, I don't know about you but I've gotten to a point where if they're not in integrity which you used if they're not honest get out of my way, next.
1: You know, and but but sadly, you know, and I'm not going to make this political, but you can see from what's going on in America, not just even America but kind of, you know, worldwide right now, we need to bring integrity and honesty back. Because it's really, really lacking. And we need to bond together. And,
0: and that's and huge. It,
1: it, it is huge. And I think wonderful, amazing things come with honesty and integrity. People will show up in your life that are there forever. And they bring other people like-minded. Because like attracts like. So if you operate in that Realm, you're gonna you're gonna attract those.
0: So I'm curious in attracting just the right people, in attracting just the right opportunities. How do you? How does intuition show up for you?
1: You know, intuition for me is really having a dream, mm-hmm. um, but making a plan. Yep you got to make a plan i mean i hear you know this was one of my big problems with the you know the movie the secret you know yes you know the while the vision boards are great and manifesting is great nothing happens until you put a plan together and take action
0: you're absolutely right with that and that goes with my word here organize because Mm -hmm. you can sit on the couch all day long and think about something but if you're not taking action and organizing things to be able to, you know, the plan, a step-by-step plan. Hey, and guess what? There may be detours to that plan and that's okay.
1: There's always going to be detours and obstacles and, you know, workarounds. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, people say it's failing. I don't think that it's failing necessarily. um, But being an entrepreneur is a series of decisions. And I, I, I feel, Personally, myself and most of the entrepreneurs I know, the reason that they struggle is because they're sitting on the fence and they haven't made the decision to move forward. And the other thing is, especially with small business owners and entrepreneurs, they don't trust their intuition and they, they don't want to spend money. And I don't look at it as spending money. I look at it as investing in myself.
0: That's right, and trust and intuition are such powerful, powerful partners. Because if you don't trust your own intuition, why are you going to trust somebody else's intuition? You've got to trust yourself first.
1: Well, and think about this: Why would anybody want to invest in you if you won't invest in yourself? Think about that.
0: Absolutely. You have to invest in yourself first.
1: I'm in school again. This is my third time since starting SmartFem. You know, you have to love learning and you have to be the perpetual student um, because it's changing. This world changes faster than we can stay on top of it.
0: So how did intuition guide you to create SmartFem magazine and SmartFem? TV show, because I you light up every time you talk about it. And I can just see that there's an energy there that just fuels your soul.
1: Well, you know, it really, it didn't kind of happen that way. Um, I was a columnist and a TV correspondent um, on dating and relationships. And in, in 2009, my then freshman called me from NAU, Northern Arizona University, And she was studying to be a special ed teacher. And one of my dating segments came on in the dorm, you know, in the rec room. And she just calls me up, oh my God, mom, you know, you need to create something that's going to educate, empower, and inspire women. She goes, because I'm married to the education you're providing, but most of the girls here at school with me have no idea what they want to do. That they can describe every single second of their wedding day. And she goes, I'm ashamed because you have always told me that the man's not the plan. And she's right because I was in sales forever. Everything from copiers to um, software sales to uh, semiconductor, you know, mixed signal, you know, basically, basically engineering services. So that's what she grew up with. I was not the cookie baking, stay at home mom. I was, I was traveling. I was, you know, I never wanted my children to feel that they had less than, than the two parent family. So I worked a lot. My kids, you know, sadly, um, I had no family out here. So my, my kids spent a lot of time in daycare, you know, and, but we had a great life, the quantity, um, or the quality of the time that we spent together was really good. And I felt that it was more important for my kids to see that women were strong and powerful. And I didn't get child support. I was awarded it, but I never got it. So, you know, you do what you got to do. And that's really um, what I did, but I was so taken back by her remarks that she was ashamed. And that really, I took that to heart. And my then, business partner, um, he was a former client, he was a PR client, but I was a business consultant, Paul Woodford. Um, I was telling him about it. And I said, don't pay me, help me create SmartFem, because at this time, I had put in significant amounts of money to create the magazine, and it just wasn't working. And he had a 13 year old whose mother was teaching her that the man was a plan. And so he, he realized, oh, my God, this is really, really important. Um, I mean, his mom had him marching in New York at two with ERA shirts on. So he was very passionate about this. And so that's what, how we cre- created SmartFem. And I, the magazine has evolved. I mean, he, is very, he created his first video game at fifteen. Nice. And he created, although he's a, technically um, he's been in corporate aviation, a pilot, you know, he loves to fly. He has always been amazing at software. He created a software for metal testing for wind turbines and stuff. I mean, for his father, who is a research scientist at GE. Mm-hmm. So I, I put their LLC together and I helped get the press out. And that's actually how we met. I, I did his business plan. And then I told him, don't pay me, help me with smart them. And we, he, you know, it was really funny because then I realized what, how important it was to have male ambassadors and he was really moved by the mission. Mm
0: -hmm. And,
1: um, we worked, I mean, I had to put it on hold. This was in 2009 and then my, in 2010, my then husband had a motorcycle accident resulting in a coma and 16 months of rehab. So I had to put it on hold. And I had, to, I had to quit my job because it was four types of rehab. And then I was diagnosed with a rare form of skin cancer. They took half my face off. So I actually couldn't even launch SmartFem until 2011. And I figured a magazine would be the best way to go because I didn't have a face. You know, and I will be honest with you, it was really difficult, um, not having a face, being a media personality. Um, it was it was a really horrific experience for me, but it also taught me some really great lessons. You know, um, first of all, I lost all attachment to my looks. You know, I didn't have a face. Um, it also made me realize the people that I thought were going to be there for me weren't there.
0: That's you know. Including
1: it's- my husband who filed for divorce.
0: Wow. That's huge.
1: And then the most amazing people came into my space. Paul flew me out to New York. He was building Smart Femme virtually in Long Island. I walk in. He's covered all the mirrors and said, we're going to focus on Smart Femme because I have a daughter who is, really? you know, her, her grades are awful. Um, her mother wants to marry her off half of her cousins are, you know, unwed, unwed parents. And we really worked on this. We, we focused on, and I was so grateful at the time because I was really having some dark thoughts. You know, everybody judges you by the way you look as a woman. And I had no face. (laughs) I had no face. So it was so nice to focus on something other than me, you know, Mm-hmm. And to build something bigger. And little did I know, um, you know, what I loved about it, it's just changed. I mean, we've had an ongoing relationship with ASU since we started. You know, yes, while the magazine and the TV show has been phenomenal, what really has been the biggest thing for me is the, is, is the people, the young people that we've brought in when we have molded. You know, right from, you know, my bonus daughter, when she came to us at 18, she didn't know how to drive. Um, She was angry. She wouldn't get out of bed. She barely passed high school, you know, and we fought a lot for that first year. And then she started to come and work for us. Fast forward, this kid has got a 4.0 in engineering. She's built her first robot. And she is the head IT trainer at ASU and she just moved into her first apartment yesterday and just bought her second car and paid it off.
0: How exciting. So I have to ask you, what role does honesty with your daughter played in sharing with you, how she felt in college with opportunity? These two, throughout your entire story, I'm hearing honesty and opportunity, honesty and opportunity, honesty and opportunity consistently through this story. Well, I think,
1: you know, being in male-dominated professions like I was, I sold copiers in my 20s and then, you know, morphed into engineering, software and stuff. I've been been in incredible male-dominated professions and the glass ceiling has always been there. Always been there, you know, and even though I was a top, you know, I top quota person and top salesperson, the minute you succeed, they take away your territory, give it to somebody else and increase your quota. That's when I learned to become an entrepreneur.
0: Ah, so when you had to become really honest with yourself about what was going on and seize the opportunity and became an entrepreneur. Absolutely.
1: And Danker was a really great way for me to see that. I saw that they would, they had a refurbishing facility in California. I saw that they were buying copiers for 300 and turning them around and selling them for Mm 3000. I quit. And I started, I rented a U-Haul van, got a couple of copiers, bought beer and pizza for some of the tech guys and was selling them out of my garage for about a month until I opened my own showroom. Wow. And you know, a lot of people think you have to be brilliant or something. You got to just see where the holes are. You don't have to build a business um, from nothing. You, You look for opportunities to do something better.
0: Wisdom. It's the wisdom to see what's actually going on around you to create the opportunities. Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
1: And that, that business was profitable from day one, mm. but I, it was called price club at the time. It's Costco, but then it was um co- or it's price club. I saw that they started selling copiers. This is about eight months after I opened my showroom and everything and they were really reducing them. So I sold it for a profit. You know, you have to see, you know, sometimes, you know, Opportunity has a you know it has a very succinct timeline, and you have to really watch and be present
0: so it is really about consistently tapping into that inner wisdom that intuitive place of yours because when you saw the price line, you intuitively knew you listened to the inner wisdom, your inner guidance system, your intuition to be able to sell it at a profit. Seven months. Oh, good Lord. Well, how much of a profit were you able to make in selling it?
1: About 90,000. There you go. You know, I'm in my twenties. I mean, That's you know, um, but the other thing, the other thing that um, I really learned from that too, is I you know, this is so funny. Courage. You know, people think, Oh my God, you're so courageous. No. Yeah, I'm scared to death every time I do something like this. The courage comes after you do it, not before.
0: <laughs> well, I, you know, I often talk about having the courage to step out of the fear closet, step out of the intuition closet, step out of the spiritual closet, step out of the angel closet, step out of whatever closet that you have yourself stuck in and step out of it. And it does take courage to be able to do that. And I'm going to counter, I do think that was courageous for you to do that. But I think the confidence comes afterwards.
1: The confidence absolutely comes afterwards. And there is, you know, when you're in a really dark place, um, like I was at that time, I will tell you, helping others really really got me out of that place and working with these young millennials and leading them. I mean, smart femme, not only did we help our, my bonus, you know, my bonus girl, Megan, but I have, you know, our very first paid intern, um, Katie Grimmer. I wrote a letter of recommendation. She got a master's uh, in NYC, you know, in journalism. She went on, I wrote a second one. She got, you know, she's working at town and country Um, Stacia, Stacia came and says, I only want to write about feminism. And I said, well, or about fashion. And I said, well, we're kind of postmodern feminists. You're going to have to learn it. She loved it so much. She changed her thesis from fashion to feminism. And now she's an assistant editor at Redbook in New York, writing about feminism. And they all want to go to New York. I don't know why, you know, but they do. And then-
0: she, opportunities to this room, but you're ab- also providing um, wisdom. That inner wisdom that you have and that you've learned, you've been able to share, but it's been their choice to follow it, is it not?
1: It is, but I think the, I think the beauty of smart film is, you know, I get to almost be like a mom, you know, and, and I want to also say, you know, um, they see that I'm the perpetual student. I went back to film school in 2014, because despite the fact I did a lot of television and I hired a lot of people that I worked with, you know, producers and cameramen and stuff, I couldn't get what I was looking for. And I knew that when Google acquired YouTube, I knew that video was going to be incredibly important. But I also knew that there had to be quality and there had to be elegance and we had to rate, you know and in order for me to talk to and interview the kind of people that i wanted to we had to step up our game Right, right. and so i was the oldest and slowest in film school and there were 22 then there were eight and only two of us out of the eight that graduated actually make a living at it
0: well congratulations for that and thank you for sharing the importance Of following your dream with a plan, a plan, an organized plan, get you off the couch so that you can then manifest the kind of life that you really want. And it really is about trusting your inner guidance system and trusting how you feel. Because every moment that you're sharing here, I can see that you're trusting that those feelings that you have inside, as well as Uh, the practical and logical side of you. You know, This show is all about sharing stories of integrating the practical and logical with the emotional, the energetic, the spiritual, and the intuitive. And you have done that beautifully. And I really thank you for that. So can you share how people can get in touch with you?
1: Sure. They can go to smartfem.com and that's S-M-A-R-T-F as in Frank E-M.com and or Leah Woodford you know, um, L-E-A-W-O-O-R-D, um, or Leah Woodford, just the way it spells, yeah, it sounds, um, leahwoodford.com. That's my speaker site. Um, but really, Smart Femme is the best way to get in touch with me um, because my team's on there and, you know, somebody will get back to you. But that really is my passion, is is helping women entrepreneurs.
0: So before the show, and mm-hmm. something I do with everybody, we pulled two angel cards. One of them was about being open, opening your heart to love, and the other one was about joy. So from your perspective, what message would you like to leave our, your Seven Sense audience in reference to opening your heart to love and living a life of joy?
1: You know, opening your heart to love is so important. You know, we talked about earlier, you know, I you know, went through 16 months of rehab with my ex-husband and I lost my face Mm -hmm. and I had no way. I mean, I lost my face, my finance, my company. I had to start from ground zero Mm -hmm. and then I was hit with divorce papers. What that taught me really was that I was more than my face and I had to open myself up and I had the most amazing people come in and, Help me. And one of them was my business partner, Paul Woodford, who I did marry in 2014. (laughs) And now I'm helping him launch his own jet charter company. He learned to be an entrepreneur through SmartBem. Nice,
0: nice, nice. And obviously, through all of that, you're enjoying.
1: You know, I think, you know, I I love what I do. I love the magazine. I didn't realize how much joy I was going to have being able to be a part of you know, just helping these young people. I lead them and, you know, everybody hears about the entitled millennial, but I get to be a part of their success story and I get to help them see what they don't see in themselves. And that is the biggest part of what I do. I get to be a fairy godmother.
0: That's so cool.
1: And that brings me more joy than anything. And I, I have to tell you, Um, I really struggled with my bonus daughter. I mean, we had trials and tribulations and we butted heads. I mean, she was such an angry kid of divorce and she didn't have any wins. And there were more than one times I wanted to send her back to her mother. I really did. But it was her love for her dad. And I could see so much of her dad in her. And she was my, she was my challenge. She was my challenge, and moving her into her first apartment yesterday, and we have the most beautiful relationship, and she hugged me, and she took me out to, to lunch um, for Mother's Day last year and said, why didn't you send me back? And she goes, I, you know, we were, it was awful. And I said, because I love your dad, and you remind me of your dad, and you're brilliant. And I see it. I just need you to see it and the same thing with Elizabeth who writes with us Elizabeth um, was her mother was illegal she was raised by a single mom one of six the only one to graduate high school she was a young mom in college she came to me and said she was about ready to quit college she couldn't handle being a mom and going to school and I said I will work with you stay in college no matter what she did And I've sent her on her some of her dream jobs. She found out she wanted to be an entrepreneur, so we helped her with that. And she has created her own business, and she's back writing for Smart Femme as well.
0: Brilliant. Well, all I can say is the Julian service certainly feeds the soul. And as you're talking about and listening to it, and, and as the audience is listening to it, I can share with you that the vibrational energy is so positive with so much love, and I want to thank you for that oh my
1: pleasure i just i i really i really want to say this to solopreneurs out there i know how hard it is but collaborate with others help others trust your intuition be honest with yourself and be honest with others and have the courage to follow your dreams and make them a plan
0: what a great way to end the show Thank you so very much, Leah, for being here today. You are, have been an extraordinary guest. You are an extraordinary guest. Uh, Your stories are absolutely brilliant and thought provoking and I really appreciate you. Thank you so much.
1: Oh, I love what you do, Terry, and thank you for having me on.
0: Again, this is Terry Wooderman, folks, author of The Enchanted Boardroom. You can find it on amazon.com. Thank you for being here today on Your 7th Sense. And I look forward to being with you next time to your success.